Well, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Pest Control Internet Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Patel, CEO of K3 Marketing, where we have been perfecting the art of pest control internet marketing since 2005. All right, I guess the first topic of discussion is going to have to be the elephant in the room, which is, bro, why haven't you posted in like two years? So... I want to go ahead and address that. Guys, I appreciate you guys being patient. Got a bunch of messages uh, on on Instagram and, and social media. And quite frankly, we've just been super busy here in the agency. Uh, about two years ago, we closed a huge project, huge client, and uh, have really been working towards kind of structurally changing things internally and and making sure that we're you know performing the best for that client. So yeah, just been super busy with that. For those of you who may know me personally, I play music on the weekends, I guess semi-professionally, primarily at Indian weddings. So yeah, I've been pretty busy with that too. And life has been good and uh, haven't had much time to record episodes too much, but I uh, hope to get back into the groove of things. So I appreciate you guys being patient. I appreciate you guys listening uh, regularly. I hope you guys are all caught up with all the episodes. There's so much to talk about. So much has changed in the technology space with the emergence of AI and things like that in the last two years. So we're going to get into a lot of cool topics. All right, let's jump right in to the question of the month, I guess. You know, I don't, haven't really had many questions lately, but uh, a buddy of mine named Brian, uh, he lives right here in Georgia. He asked, we offer pest and wildlife control services. Do I need to adjust my budget and bids for the winter season? All right, this is a good question. And I get this pretty much twice a year from almost all of my clients. You know, they're like, hey, it's hot now or it's cold now. Let's not do pests. Let's do more wildlife. Obviously, this, this only applies to companies that offer both pest and wildlife services. One thing to keep in mind, okay, Google Ads specifically is a pay-per-click program, okay? So in theory, it could be no harm, no foul. Let's say, for example, you th you're thinking, hey, it's getting cold. Andy, turn off termites, okay? I'm not having termite issues right now. Why am I paying for termites? Well, if you're right, which obviously you most likely are, then yeah, nobody's searching for termites. So no one's clicking on termites. So you're not paying for termites. <laughs> so it can't really hurt a lot of times to keep these on, you know, for those odd chances that people still may need pest control services during the winter months, at least. However, it can hurt your actual Google ads program, your, I guess, internal score, if a lot of your keywords are now being flagged as low search volume. So if you go to your keywords and you see a bunch of low search volume, in a specific ad group or a specific campaign that's more related to a pest that's not being searched for right now, then it's good practice to go ahead and pause that whole campaign or, or ad group. So yeah, that's kind of the rule of thumb. Can't hurt to keep it on, but if you see some optimization issues, then go ahead and pause it. All right, let's get right into it, okay? The topic of this month is going to be your website navigation, your sitemap. So in the world of digital marketing, online marketing, okay, we often focus a lot on different strategies like SEO, um, content, like blogging and things like that, social media posts, obviously pay-per-click. And while 
all of these are crucial, there's an underlying aspect to your website that can significantly impact your success. And that's your website structure, like just the overall sitemap, how it looks, how it's organized, the overall navigation. Think of your website as kind of like a city, all right, with various streets and alleys and buildings. Your sitemap is like the map of the city, and it provides a clear, organized structure helping both the search engines and, obviously, more importantly, in my opinion, your visitors uh, find their way around your site, okay? I also like to think of it kind of like a family tree as well, where it's kind of like a hierarchy structure, all right? So it's 2023. User experience in a digital age is just paramount. It's, it's so important. Having like a clustered, confusing site is, quite frankly, a turnoff for potential customers. People come to your site, you know, either through an ad or from a referral or they just found you organically and they just can't seem to find what they're looking for right away or just doesn't seem organized, you know, people are probably going to leave. So a well-designed navigation system simplifies their journey through your site. You want to make sure that they're more likely to find what they're looking for. And quite frankly, that's what converts into, into leads. Now that we got that out the way, how can you improve your sitemap? All right. If you feel like you're looking at your website and you're like, could this be improved? Should it be a little bit better? I got four key steps, you know, kind of like little tips, if you will, on what you should be looking for. Number one, you want to have a clear hierarchy, okay? Like the family tree example that I mentioned. Organize your content in a logical hierarchy, you know, with the most important pages at the top, make it easier for users to navigate and for search engines to understand your site structure. So for example, maybe you have pests and then wildlife, and then you have all the pests listed under pests and wildlife listed under wildlife. And then perhaps you want to break out commercial versus residential, or perhaps you don't really want to break it out that way. You know, perhaps you do bed bug removal for commercial buildings as well as residential. You just want to kind of advertise for both. So really think this structure through. What about about us? You just want one page about about us, or do you want to kind of have information, more information about your company, stuff that you guys do in the media or in the community, or maybe uh, a team member spotlight or stuff like that. You know, you can kind of put all that stuff under about us. All right. The second tip I have essentially is you want to have as few clicks as possible for the user to reach a specific page. Okay. If I want to know how much it costs to remove bed bugs, yeah, you may or may not have that on your site, but You know, I want to be able to, I don't want to have to go to like residential and then pests and then bed bugs and then pricing. I mean, that's just like four or five clicks, you know? So really think it through in terms of how you want to kind of structure it and lay your content out on your pages. Number three, you want to have a consistent navigation menu, okay? This reduces confusion and makes it easier for users to switch between pages. So, you know, the pricing structure or the information about the services that you offer on one pest should really sort of translate to a whole different section for another pest or even a wildlife uh, critter. Be consistent with your structure and your internal pages. And number four, it's kind of obvious, but check everything on your mobile devices, okay? If you have a responsive website, then the navigation should just copy right over. But, you know, test it out on iPhones and iPads and and different resolutions, Android devices, and things like that. Just make sure the navigation works seamlessly across all platforms and devices. And then 
A couple of tips and tricks I've learned throughout the years, okay? In the menu, I strongly suggest putting the page or pages that you want your users to visit first. So maybe put your services first, okay? Or have some sort of call to action first. Things like about us and and blogs and stuff, maybe you should put towards the back of the menu. Another tip that works really well that I'd like to share is perhaps your navigation menu is structured properly, but also maybe have a right column navigation on all pages or most pages. And on there, you can have like a quick quote form so people can contact you no matter where they are on your website. And, you know, they don't necessarily have to go to the contact page to contact you. It also doesn't hurt to show reviews and coupons here either. Okay, remember people are coming to your site to potentially use your services. They want to see your reviews. They're practically about to invite a complete stranger to their home. So want to see the reviews, want to see what kind of deals you have going on, things like that. So having that on the right-hand navigation on all pages cannot hurt. Uh, in fact, it helps a lot. <laughs> I hope that was helpful. Uh, that's going to be a wrap for today's episode. If you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, Andy at K3.marketing. And yeah, and I will see you guys next month. Thanks for listening. Take care.